This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey girl, hey girl, how are you? I am fabulous and feeling fine. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, that's what I want to hear. Oh my gosh. Y'all, welcome to this Black Girl Podcast, another edition. I know y'all have been waiting for it, but here we are. I am one half of your host, Ola Miss Lola, a.k.a. Lola. I am the other half of your hosts at the Hill Diva on Instagram, but you can call me Miss Hill Diva. <laughs> <laughs> so m- the question I wanted to pose to you and I wanted to bring up is centered around the topic of black women and luxury. Mm-hmm. Now, for myself, I no- I normally consider myself a bougie woman. But mm-hmm. I've never necessarily associated that with, like, name brands or c- considered myself to be, like, wealthy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, like, what is your relationship with the term or topic wealth? And, like, like what is your definition of it? Okay, so for me, when it comes to luxury, um, okay. you know, I've always been a stush bitch, but I've not, I've never been under the spell of designer. You know, like I know uh-huh. that a lot of um, girls I know were like under the spell. You know, where it's like they just lusted after name brands and you know high end things and always want like a man to buy it for them or they'll save up to buy, you know, whatever. I've always been very um, level-headed when it comes to that stuff. It's Mm -hmm. not like it. No, sure, it's beautiful. If someone wants to buy me something luxury, that is fine. But I've always been a live within my means type of chick. Like, I've been cheap. I'm a freaking cheap bitch. The way I... (laughs) No, I am. I'm a cheap bitch all the way. I cannot lie. But... Looking at me, if you saw what I wear and you saw what I look like, you would assume that I'm wearing clothes that are expensive. But, girl, I found this at the friggin' clearance aisle of God knows what, you know, nice urban store. You know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. to be but responsible, like, in a sense. Um, and... And that was when I paid for the clothes, okay? But that's another story. I'm another story. <laughs> I was a bad little girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was a bad little girl. Oh, yes. No, we we grown and sexy now. And I love, you know, I do like nice things. Because now that I'm 30, 
Mm-hmm. I do love my little nice things, but I still don't lust after it. I, I've just never had that, you know, feeling of the siren in the night, you know, calling out to me, that Louis Vuitton bag calling out. I've had boyfriends buy me luxury things before, but um, which I did appreciate. Like, oh, how sweet he got me this and I felt nice. But yeah not a do or die for me like I was I'm so laid back that like a man could buy me a burger a friggin Big Mac for Women's Day and I feel amazing like I don't want flowers because they gonna die I want flowers if you're gonna buy me flowers buy me flowers in a pot you know that I can walk <laughs> yeah forever I don't want no dying flowers in a vase in my house so no I was gonna say like um my mindset is a little parallel to yours and just like hearing you talk about and touch certain things and I'm like having flashbacks okay I'm having flashbacks about my life (laughs) and I'm just like yo like no disrespect to some people like I am slicker than your average period point blank because like because like I wonder I'm like how did I end up so bougie and then like I think of little things like I got my first Louis Vuitton when I was in my early teens like when I was 13 okay uh-uh. but but here but here's the joke but I ended up finding it at like um uh whatchamacallit a secondhand shop a Salvation Army I just mm. happened to have like a really awesome buy um mm. growing up when I first started dabbling in makeup the brands mm. that I used to fuck with MAC mm-hmm but <laughs> it's because like we were mm-hmm. able to go to like warehouse sales, get it on sale, get it discounted, things like that. Like mm-hmm. growing up, going to school and stuff like that. Like when we're not wearing uniforms, like I'm wearing like guest pants and shoes and bags. And again, because like we be thrifting, you know, <laughs> so so it's not necessarily what you have or I guess I don't want to say it's what you have but it's also how you got it because it's like right. on the surface like I remember growing up a lot of times like people would just look at me I'll be like oh you're rich your family's rich you're bougie you're this and it's like no <laughs> right, <laughs> not, right. like you know like not really not really right. it's just you know my mom was smarter than the average bear and would you know not necessarily want to shop and buy shit for her kids at Walmart and there's nothing wrong with that but then she did the next best thing which was like occasionally thrifting and you know buying stuff on clearance shopping at winners things like that you know girl trust me we're talking about thrifting yeah same here my family's the queen of that keep going no but I'm just saying it's funny because like because like I was exposed to that kind of lifestyle so when I would see a brand name or I'd see like Mac this Clinique that Estee Lauder this guess that whatever like it didn't phase me mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now that I'm older I'm not sitting here crying over oh my gosh I wish I had this $1,200 coat like I don't care Hell no, yeah. I don't care like if I want shit I want shit because it looks nice you know right. And if, right, and, the, right. and and the funnier thing is when I do have something that I really like that I find like very nice, I barely wear it. Right. If that makes sense, you know. Of Where course, some, yeah, you preserve it, like right. Mm-hmm. So like, I have this really cute designer bag that my boyfriend bought me for Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's like this gorgeous leather designer Korean Korean handbag, handcrafted. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like mm-hmm. so gorgeous that I can't even bring myself to wear it. But now he's upset <laughs> because I don't wear it. It's so funny. Like make it make sense. <laughs> For me, it's funny because I've I've always had a relationship with um designer like items that I'm annoyed. I, I would be almost in contempt of it. You know what I mean? Like to the point where like, well, what makes you so hot, fucking Michael Kors? What makes you so hot, <laughs> um, Tommy Hilfiger or whatever the hell it is? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. makes that so good? Like, Kate Spade? Like, I can make Hilda Moe. Like, I, I'd always think, no, Hilda Moe is a freaking brand. I can put that on a brand <laughs> and sell that shit. So I've always felt like you, y'all think you're hot. You're not hot shit to me. You know what I mean? So I've kind of been like, kind of in contempt of them, but yeah. But, if a guy bought it for me, if someone else is paying for it, I do not care. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's a bag. It's a bag. It's a bag. But I've ne- it just I, it doesn't have that lust to me because for me, I do not value objects anyway. I've never been like a jewelry wearer, a mm-hmm. heavy, um, you know, makeup wearer, a heavy, you know, clothing. Oh, I've always. I've always been into my fashion, always been into my fashion, but never like, I don't care where I buy it from because of my body and what I look like in anything. You know what I mean? I just love right. my freaking style. I love the style that I like. So I could go anywhere. I can go to the thrift store and, and, and come out looking like a million bucks. I could go to a high-end store coming out, look like a million bucks. Or I could go to Walmart in the middle and go out looking like a million bucks because it's just my eye and my style and I like my own you know what I mean? Like my own style, my own vision. Yeah. But, I'm, I, mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, I'm kind of like at that same point right now. Mm-hmm. But like it's my own mom and family um, has never lusted after those things too. So I could have kind of been like that. My mom, my girl, I have a sister. My sister and my mom literally uh-huh. are like, they love going to like the Goodwill. They love going to find gems at the Salvation Army. They'll go to Value Village. Like, yeah, they like to go to their nice stores as well, but they are not, they do not turn their nose up to a thrift store at all. Like, they call all Value Village VV Boutique, okay? I'm sorry, mama. <laughs> I'm sorry if I put your business out there. So if you hear them talk about VV Boutique, you know that's Value Village. Like, where'd you I'm have that nice sorry. necklace? VV oh, Boutique, VV Boutique. Yo, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. So, and it's, and it goes to show, like, that our family, well, we tr- we like to think that we're materialistic, but we know we aren't. So my mm-hmm. mom got this really cute, like, designer watch. She and I think she, I'm pretty sure she thrifted it, but I'm not sure where she got it. But she got this really nice designer watch. It was a very expensive watch, very cute bougie watch for my brother. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she she let him wear it or whatever. Like here, here's a nice watch. Here you wear it. Da 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 da. Great tay 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 tay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so time passed. We found and like my thing. My mom was asking one day, like, "Hey, where's your watch?" And my brother's kind of ducking the question. She's like, "Where's <laughs> the watch?" Mm-hmm. And come to find out, he actually gave the watch to some girl that he was trying to impress. Mm-hmm. Like, and she obviously was like, "Ooh, I like your watch." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you could wear it." Like whatever, trying to flex. Yeah. And so, <laughs> oh, my mom lost her whole mind. 
she's uh-huh. like, you need to dial that little pig bitchy. Well, she didn't call her a bitch, but like, you know, get get my watch back. I never bought your watch for you. Go and give it away for did it. And it's like I thought like. And it's funny because it's it's funny now retrospect, but it's like in the moment, mm-hmm. me and my brother, I feel, felt like we were both kind of trying to understand like what was the big deal. Like right. maybe yeah, you shouldn't. Like in my head, I'm thinking, why would you give away a watch that's yours right. when she's valuing the designer over the fact? Like me and my brother, we like I grew up very like this is my stuff. Even if I'm not using it, it's my stuff. Don't touch it unless I mm-hmm. give it to you. Don't touch it. that's that's kind of how i grew up i I didn't it was never because it was tommy hilfiger it was never because it was michael kors it was never because this was a guest or a gucci purse or louis even my louis vuitton purse it wasn't even because it was louis vuitton right it's because it's mine right exactly (laughs) (laughs) and that like and, and that's how i that's if anything that's how i am even now to this day like even with makeup and stuff like don't touch my makeup mm-hmm. that's that's like mm-hmm. don't go there i'll show you makeup don't touch it though nobody <laughs> asked you yeah exactly <laughs> no i hear that though i fully hear that and me as as an i, I always felt like an only child growing up mm-hmm. because my closest sibling I'm, I'm the youngest of five and my closest sibling to me is five years away, right? Right. So she didn't want to hang out with me. She didn't want nothing to damn well do with me. She was all taking other kids in the neighborhood, younger than me, out to base- baseball games and not taking my ass. And I'm her own damn sister girl. I was so pissed. Mm-mm. Anyway, but so because I was an only child, okay? Yeah. I didn't like no one touching my shit either because I, I was always alone. I would always hang out with my friends. I would do my own thing. And yeah. I don't like people touching my friggin' stuff. So that is how I am now too. Like when, when something is mine, it's like my precious. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like don't do it. Don't you know, do it. I don't want no don't one touching my stuff. So if I have something that is, you know, particularly special, to, for me, really, it wouldn't be necessarily a name brand thing. Like I just like right. You know, just it's like the sentimental. Like. It's the yeah. sentimental stuff that that like you're just like don't go there. Like don't go there. Don't yeah. touch that. Don't look that way. Don't breathe. Thank you. And I and I also think too. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to name brand, that it also has a connection with your relationship to money, right? Um, right. Because for me, I was always growing up, I was always very, very thrifty, stingy, and anxious, really, with money. Like, I always um, was like wanting to be as cheap as possible and kind of hoard my money and keep it. Yeah. And until I found something I liked. And then I didn't give a damn. Like I remember when I had my first job and um in high school. I was 17, working at Tim Hortons, loving my life, okay? And I left my purse in the hallway during drama class. We were doing like acting in the hallway and then we had to come back in the class. I forgot my purse. Uh-oh. Girl. Yeah purse gone okay i don't even know i don't know how quickly i even came back out purse gone and then i they ended up finding my purse in the boys bathroom okay of course yeah with all my id everything was in it except for like the 20 dollars or whatever money i had and Mm -hmm. my cell phone was gone as well girl i know yeah and it was back when there's no sim cards it was a telephone that just had the like esn number or whatever so yeah the phone was gone you just had to buy another full phone right because there was no yeah 
So, girl, next day I had a new phone. Boom, three hundred dollars gone. Like, oh, I was that bitch too. Girl, I was that I bitch was, too. It was savage, and I'm like, damn. Because I'm thinking back about it now. I don't have one dollar from when I worked at that job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I was really saving my money and really wise, I would have at least had a good nest egg, you know, from that time in my life. Because um, mm-hmm. all my money is from like recent, like my adult years, where I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I have family now, kids, I have to save, 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 right? But right. it would have been nice to be smarter back then. So I was kind of smart in the sense that I didn't lust after luxury, but I should have been lusting after having a pile of money, you know? Yeah. So, you know, kind of like depending on how you feel. So some girls will have a different relationship with money where it's like this money is to get me luxury, you know? Right. I always wanted to have a good time. I just wanted my life to be easy and have a good time. Trust me, at that young age, this is how you know, like... um. I know, I guess I'm calling myself vain. I personally don't think I'm vain. I just like, mm-hmm. I like to look pretty and I like to dress up. So my money, when I was a teenager getting money and stuff, I would be sometimes buying clothes. Um, I usually go through waves where I'm like, I need a whole bunch of clothes and then I don't. Um, so mm-hmm. I go through sometimes clothing waves, but like I said, makeup, makeup perfumes um getting my nails done trust me when i say i've been getting my nails done for over a decade (laughs) i've been getting my nails done for over a decade i am playing (laughs) i ain't playing like i've been getting my 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 nails filled in now because you know i do my own um my own custom press-ons girl i have not seen a nail salon in over a year plus sorry sorry to that man i don't i I don't give no because it's like because here's the problem because i like to dress up and look different and stuff like you see me on lives every every single live i'm wearing different colors different makeup different outfit different like because i get bored i get bored like meg says switch my wig make him feel like he's cheating like i do that and because of that like (laughs) It makes me want it hell. It makes me want to change my nails too. So I love press ons. I could just pull it off, pop a new one on, pull it off, pop mm-hmm. a new one on, switch it up, switch up me? my wigs. Can huh? I please just say, can I please yeah. just say, like, I love your freaking style. I love, <laughs> I admire, and I inspire. You know, I am inspired by, by your style. I love the wigs, that vibe of just changing with the mood, the eyes, the contacts. Like, I'm loving Thank every you. minute of it. And Thank you're my you. style woman inspiration. Okay. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm Thank you. I'm loving it, girl. Keep it going. Well, here's, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's like a whole layer of things because especially now with, um, with the pandemic kind of shutting things down, people aren't always going to be out for corporate reasons per se. Um, mm-hmm. So, so now it's like, hell if i want to wear a hot pink wig i'm gonna wear it if i want to wear purple blue blonde orange yellow like i don't care i'm gonna wear it because it's like a who gonna check me mm-hmm. b who gives a shit and c like i like i don't consider it like growing up i used to think of like wearing different colors and having different color, kind of color hair was like considered ghetto you know and you're right. always told by like older adults oh that's too ghetto that's gonna look ghetto mm-hmm. and now it's like i don't give a shit like the other day no i'm lying mm-hmm. it wasn't the other day it was months and months ago in 2020 um 
my family and I, we had to get together and I had green hair, okay? A green bob. Oh, I look yeah. fly as fuck. Nobody can tell me nothing up to this point, uh-huh. okay? I love it. And my mother was looking at me and she's like, why is it, why are you wearing green hair? I looked at her dead in her face. I'm like, why not? Hey. Oh, but, you, but that, that could, that could come off kind of ghetto. I'm like, to who? I'm only here with yeah. you guys. To who? Yeah. Exactly. I work from home. To exactly. who? <laughs> like, yeah. No, seriously though. <laughs> seriously. And it's a real thing. Like it's a real thing. And oh what I gosh. love too. Yeah. Uh, what I love too about that whole vibe is that um like um continuing on the wig vibe is yeah. the fact that like it's almost it, it's commonplace now, you know, like in fashion. I will mm-hmm. say that I do feel kind of sad for the younger generations of this day and age because the standards of beauty are freaking so high. Like, I feel yeah. like 13, 11 year olds, 12 year olds feel like they need to be wearing lashes every day, have booty shots, lip shots, you know, freaking nails done, hair done, um, edges slayed all day. Like, they all feel like that now. Yeah. But I do like the fact that you know, freedom of expression is celebrated. Like wearing different color hair, wearing wigs, wearing, you know, just being yourself is celebrated. I, I like that. But I, I do also feel like it kind of for the younger generations, you know, in our time when we grew up in the 80s and 90s, you know, just getting a haircut, you know, literally changing your hair a couple of inches was like, wow, you got a hair done. You, you wow, big hairdo, you know, like now yeah, it's no. like, if you don't have waves, curls, crimps, this, that, braids, blah, blah, it's like it's nothing special. <clears throat> right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, and it's funny because, like, thinking about it, even even being able to, and I want to I wanna touch on this because I don't want it to be thought of as insensitive talking about it because mm-hmm. ha- being able to have, I, I know, for, at least for me personally, being able to say that I have a collection of wigs <laughs> and I ain't no Tyra Banks, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Rihanna. Uh, like, you know, like, like my job isn't necessarily like, I'm not an influencer. My, I'm not a model of some sort. Right. Like literally I just give you looks because that is what my soul tells y'all to do, like tells me to do. Right. So I, I'm literally just, doing it because I want to not because I'm getting paid or, or told or expected or anything and I understand that not everybody has the means skill or ability to do that and all right. of those are technically privileges that like aren't necessarily mm-hmm. always thought of as something that's luxurious it is a luxury to be able to say I'm gonna take off the curly wig and wear the straight wig tomorrow or I'm going to take off this one and put on that one tomorrow and look good and feel confident and be happy with that like I was telling you the other day like um I have these gorgeous this gorgeous wig that I haven't worn yet these baddie bundles Mm. and I was telling you like you know what I'm going to install it this time rather than do it myself that in itself is a luxury but because it doesn't have Gucci stamped on it, some people don't look yep. at it as a luxury. Exactly. You and get that's what I'm that. And, and that what irritates me though, because it's like 
the same people that you're buying this luxury from, you know, they started somewhere, you know what I mean? So right. you down on all these other brands, but you know, they can become luxury as well. So it's not, that's why I don't worship it because you know, a bag is a bag is a bag is a bag. Like, you know what I mean? You can't bury me with it. Right. So some I will people not, would. Not, some people would. And that's true. But like, <laughs> I don't, you know, look down on anyone that buys it. Hell no. Especially if you can afford it. Like, good for you. Life has brought you that. But for me, like, it's different if I'm if I'm living um, a lifestyle where I can afford that. Okay, yeah. why not? You know, where it's not, you know, I'm not breaking the bank to do it. No problem. You know, why not? More money to, more power to you, you know? But yeah. I'm just not, it's just not that deep for me. You know, where some girls are like literally selling front to, 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 to be wearing Michael Kors. You know what I mean? Right. Not or they think that that's a bad thing. That's your choice, but... You know. For sure. Or they think that having like having this thing def- makes them somebody, you know, right. It's what's giving them class. Exactly. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the thing, because it's like, I'm not going to lie. I do judge people who, for example, aren't paying their rent or aren't paying certain like essential survivable needs. Like if you need Mm -hmm. food, you need shelter, you need warmth, certain that kind of stuff. And, and you don't pay for those stuff and you don't prioritize that stuff, but then you're prioritizing like Prada and Valentino and, and like, like then, then I'm judging you. I'm judging you because I'm thinking like your priorities aren't straight, like no shade, but a pair of sunglasses isn't going to feed you. You can't eat that bag. Like you right. can't eat those shoes. Like you're out here paying Louis Vuitton's light bill and paying for his trips to go across the world when your own friggin' hydro bill is it, your lights are getting turned off at your house. You know, right? That's where I have a problem. Or you have kids, and you know you're not living right for your, you know, or, or giving them the best that they could get because you want to stunt or you just want them to be wearing all Prada and blah 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 and this and that but your light yeah. your heat's turned off you know what I mean so yeah I, that's where I judge yeah yeah I agree and one thing I will say like the father of my kid mm-hmm. he he does not wear any cheap clothes okay he doesn't wear nothing cheap he does not buy anything well he will buy like some affordable clothes for my kids mm-hmm. you know um, but like he loves seeing my kids wearing nice things and I'm like I love that because for me it's when it comes to my kids I'd rather my kids looking fly and I'm the one wearing the friggin thrift store clothes you know what I mean like but right. my kids are good but I'm still not breaking the bank to do that either but, you know what I, mean? but, but I was I'm gonna the, say the, the, the tea of it is though there's a lot of these bigger brands or like popular brands that mm-hmm. because that have you think that because you're spending more money that you're getting better quality clothes and it's really not though and of course of course it's really not though like Five i've had brand name shit that falls apart yeah like i've had brand name shit that falls apart so it's like mm-hmm. what are you so really true. paying for so true Okay, it now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you another question, okay? Because mm-hmm. there's a story behind this one. Have you ever been in a situation where you bought something that you know your ass has no business buying just mm-hmm. to wear for like a day and then bring it back? Of course. Girl. Really? I could never. I have too much shame. Girl. <laughs> I have too much pride. Yeah. 
No, but not bring it back. I didn't bring it back. I, I wore, okay, girl, you already know my story. I'm going to okay? <laughs> and I'm still sad about it, okay? So way back in like 2008, 2009, okay? Okay. I'm on the internet path. Okay. And I didn't know what to do with my hair. I'm at university. I don't know what to do. I'm like, frig, I'm sick of this. My hair, natty, ratty, blah, blah, blah. I find a website talking about full lace wigs. This girl has this gorgeous wig. Yeah, you were on wigs. lace wigs before lace wigs were on lace wigs. Girl, I will straight do, up. Yo, I straight up. Trendsetta. Trendsetta alert. Trendsetta alert. I was a, I was a <laughs> thirst trap before these other girls were even thirsty, before they were even parched, before they even knew what to wear the well was. Okay, Yo, facts, facts. Sorry, okay. go on, go on. No, I just have I to point that you. on. I have to point that out. You were Thank a trend setter. Girl, before, before the trend was even set. Sorry, Thank keep you. going. Before they even knew it was a trend. Before keep they even going. knew it was coming. Girl, <laughs> it was going. the same way in high school, too. In high school, I wore my first weave. My, I was the first girl to wear a full head weave in high school as well. Wow. Okay? Wow. And these hoes tried to make fun of me. And I'm like, girl, like, because and it had blonde streaks. First black chick wearing blonde hair. It Just, just a couple blonde streaks. And then they kept yeah, on yeah, but it was funny. So I set that trend too. But anyway, so I in university, I, I went to my full lace wig. Yes. I bought it. Girl, I spent $300, okay? I remember. On this wig. Yes. I, girl, I can never forget. I wore it. It was sick. But I didn't know how to style it. So I got frustrated with the wig. Like, it looked cute, but there was like, I didn't know how everybody right now bleaches the knots and, you know, plucks the lace and does all yeah, the Yeah, that's now like an everyday thing. Right. The way now it's so common. Like it was so new back then that, and I couldn't afford, like I, I spent all my money on the damn wig. I couldn't afford no freaking stylist after that. I was like, damn, I had to break the bank for the wig itself, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I ended up getting so pissed off. I ended up giving the wig away to my cousin because I had it in a bag for like years. Okay. I, I remember. So I, asked, I remember I asked you one day, I'm like, Hey girl, what happened to the wig? I haven't seen it yet. And you're like, Oh, I couldn't stand it. I was like, ah. you're like I yeah. gave it to my cousin. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up to now, my shysty cousin, instead of telling me, like, girl, this is what you should do with it, I, the girl took the damn thing. I'm sure she cut it up into little pieces and made a bunch of lace fronts with it. Okay? I'm dying. Like, I'm dying. I, that's what I believe she did. Her, her little shysty friends. Anyway, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that is my kind of like buy and kind of, you know, spent so much money and get embarrassed later story. I was like, okay. girl, I really spent $300 to just throw it down the drain. Like, really? Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. No, I had, okay. So I had a friend and like, maybe I guess, and I feel like these are moments where I'm like, yes, I am a bougie, bougie ass bitch. Okay. <laughs> I had a friend who told like, she thought it was a flex to tell me that like, oh, I bought this dress and it was like a hundred and something. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like good for you indulging in yourself, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I wore it once for like this date. And then I brought it back. I'm like, you what? Mm -mm. I'm like, and then here's me with my dumb ass. But how, <laughs> like, how are you able to bring it back? She's like, oh, I kept the tags on. And oh, then here's yeah. me with my extra dumb ass. So how'd you clean it? Don't because I'm me. thinking, because I'm thinking when you wear something, you're sweating right. it, you do whatever, you put it in the wash, you wash it, yeah. right? Yeah. The girl didn't do shit. And after that girl, mm -mm, exactly. I was so turned off. I was so turned off. 
I was just like, I'm never going to be one of those girls. Like, if I ever bring back anything, it's because something's the wrong size mm-hmm. or the wrong color. Like, I'd be damned this if is the I thing. ever do that. No, I get that. Like, for me, it's more like I completely understand the logic. Like, my cheapness would make me want to do that. But I'm too late. My pride like, could never. really going there? Who my is pride could walking never. back and forth? Like, I'm just too lazy to do that shit. Like, I'm cheap enough to do it. Fuck yeah. I, I love that. But I'm more <laughs> like, I'm more like, if I'm going back to the store, I'm just buying something else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I've done things where I bought an outfit, didn't like the way it looked on me. So I wore it for one day and then returned it and exchanged it for something else. Wore that okay. for one day, then brought it back, exchanged that for something else. Like, I'm done. I've done that before. because and, and just to have a different look at school on the same receipt, you know? I'm dying. dying. Stop this. Yeah, I've Stop done that. This. Just because I'm like, fuck, I don't like it, but I'm still fucking wearing it because then I wasted my time buying yeah. it in the first place. So I wore it for the one day. It didn't look perfect. So I just returned it, you know, and I got something I really like. So it was dying. really funny. Yeah, it's and it's funny. Okay, it's funny because we're talking about all these weird quirky habits. But like, even growing up, I remember my mom used to say she's like, she's just like, Lord, Lord, help you and any of your future kids because they can never get anything from you that's actually new. Anything you have, you have worn <laughs> it at least once. I'm like, yup, because that's the point. You know, like I wear my clothes. I don't collect them. I'm not a store. But thanks, <laughs> thanks. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. She would always like, she would always laugh at me about that. But now that I'm older and she's older, she gets it now. She's like, oh, you know what? Good for you. Good for you that you wear your stuff. Like that's the whole, that's the point of life. You're living life. Good for you. And I'm like, thank you. Like you're finally. Does your, mom, does your mom buy things to not wear it? Is that why? Well, here's the thing. My mom buys things and she'll put things down for the occasion. Where it's like, girl, I used to be the occasion. So I would just wear it just to wear it, right? Yeah. And it's funny, now that I'm older, I'm kind of starting to set into that way, you know? Like, because like I said, even with the cute wig and stuff, like, girl, if it was old me, that wig would have been worn, photographed, on tour, (laughs) everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now I'm just like, girl, I have like even two wigs, actually, that are literally (laughs) on standby for the correct moment. I love it for I the correct it. moment. So it's we'll so see. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I really do get that. For yeah. me, um, I do have a couple of dresses that I've been waiting for an occasion to wear. Oh, the girl. problem uh, with that though is, girl, I went yeah. and gained weight now. I can't even get into that dress right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm like, girl, I'm done now. I can't. I can't. Like, I got my little COVID cushion. Baby got back. I ain't complaining about that. Love but it. like. That one of the dresses is really cute, and I bought it like what my ex boyfriend had bought it for me, and like, yeah, and I just we never ended up, I never ended up wearing it because I ended up at the back of my closet, and I'd always look at it like, oh yeah, I have to think of somewhere to wear that to. Oh yeah, every time I go in, I gotta think of somewhere to wear that. I just never wore it, and now look at it's 2021, and we can't fit no size extra small no more. Mm-mm. And, I, and I'm, I'm barely a small now, so I can't even think of that. I'm I'm thankful that I'm starting to have the opposite problem where like I bought a bunch of clothes and girl, I have clothes. Amazingly, I still have clothes with tag on because 
they're formal enough that I have nowhere to wear them to. Mm-hmm. But like now, girl, they're too big. <laughs> they're too <laughs> big. Tag on poshmark.com. Yo, I really, I'm debating on maybe I should because it's like I have a lot of things that look nice, but they don't quite fit me. And I'm not trying to gain back weight. So it's like, I don't know if I'm going to just sell them or what I'm going to do. I don't know. I have to figure it out. But that part makes me feel a little extra bougie in my life because it's like, I have a closet, like my closet, you see my closet. Oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> my, <laughs> my closet is so packed that like I don't even know what to do with it like when this man and I started living together like I had a small panic attack because I didn't know where he was going to put his clothes so mm-hmm. yeah so like now like half half the closet is full of brand new shit that I haven't gotten a chance to wear because it's COVID I have nowhere to go nowhere to stunt and um and yeah, and like now a good number of the stuff is too big. So yeah. it can't even fit when I want it to fit. But I'll figure it out. I, I don't know. It. I don't know. I but speaking of luxury, um, now mm-hmm. when you hear the word luxury, mm-hmm. what other words come to mind like that? that you do like let's do almost like a word association mm-hmm. and you know what I was gonna bring this up and I'm glad you said it because I had forgotten to touch on this but mm. the first thing I thought of when you said luxury was diamonds Ooh, and okay yes so that gets us into the realm of rings and weddings and you know those types of gifts and for me I used to, like I'm such an anti like I'm a bougie stush bitch but I'm yeah. an anti well not anti-wealth but anti um like i'm anti-monarchy i'm anti that friggin like elitist i'm anti-elitist let's put it okay so i don't like name brand but i I like to look like a stush bitch and bougie and look good in my own way but i don't like the whole clicky you know us holier than thou-ness of like name brands and fashion shows and only you can get in and and monarchies and like people who think they're holier than thou i can't stand that stuff the um elitism yeah, elitism. That's annoying the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. but when I, because so when I even think of diamonds, I would even think like at a point I was thinking like if I got married, I don't even want a man to propose to me with a diamond because first of all, they're all blood diamonds, okay, and you mm-hmm. can't prove to me that I ain't. And so you know, I was all like that in the beginning. I've since simmered down because you know what, it is what it is, and like I can't conquer every freaking mountain. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to get married and get a diamond and all that crap because at the end of the day, they're there. So, you know, but um, I used to be so anti-diamonds too. Like (laughs) I used to really be. And um, yeah, you know, I've changed since then, but keep going. No, I was going to say, I'm, I'm still actually anti-diamond um there and just like understanding like wedding planning and having an event uh, a background in event management and stuff Mm -hmm. um i have like i see how much they upcharge Mm -hmm. a lot of things just because it has the word wedding associated with it Mm -hmm. 
So it, it definitely turns me off in certain aspects. But it's funny. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want a diamond ring. Like, if, if I get one, it's like, okay, fine. But, like, ideally, I would love moissanite. I would love a lab-grown artificial diamond that was not, like, you know, at the helm of, you know, on the, I guess, without blood on my hands is what I'm trying to say. Like, it wasn't done because children were mining for diamonds in, like, the caves of some form. I, I agree with that. I like that. For me, it's, it's, I also, this is one thing too, that is another um, topic when I think of luxury as well. And, and as well, um, black women um, in that space. What about black luxury brands? You know, um, I, th- that's something that I want to explore more as well, because I feel like, you know, the main demographic of luxury, when you think of that, you think of like, you know, the those like a lot of um, non people of color owned brands. Right. Right. And um, so let's kind of talk about some black luxury brands. I am like, you know, I'm a, not a luxury snob at all. So. I mean, is it, would it be like baby fat and like a uh, house of whatever, Beyonce, Darion and all that? Oh, girl. Like, what would you consider to be the high end black luxury? Because if I were buying luxury, that is where I'd want to put it. You know what I mean? Like, let's build up some of our communities and people of color and, you know, I stuff mean, like I would definitely say Ivy Park is not necessarily high end. But it's not low-end either, you know? It's kind of like a middle tier because Mm -hmm. of the fact that it's like it falls into athleisure. Mm -hmm. So, because there are some pieces that are affordable to most people, but not everything is. Mm -hmm. Like, it would be impractical to get a whole outfit from Ivy Park and expect to spend under $100, you know? Mm -hmm. So, just... That con that just knowing that alone, that like it's it doesn't it's not like you know accessible. It's not accessible fashion. So I guess they kind of fall into that tier of luxury. Um, I know that th- there's Telfar. Telfar mm. is a black-owned brand. Their bags became very 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 popular recently, and they are a. F- it sounds funny to say they're affordable luxury. So they are accessible compared to like a Gucci, but they're still mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. So like right. you can get like one of the large uh, tote bags from Telfar for like somewhere between two to two to four hundred dollars. Okay. Which okay. in, in th- like to the to like, again, a more accessible person, like four hundred dollars on a purse is a lot. But then compared to paying like $4,000 on a bag, that's very cheap. So, you know, there's that one, there's Telfar, there is um, Size or Seas, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing their name properly, but like they also are like a purse and black um, you know, black 
uh, luxury line. They sell really cute oh, purses. Yeah. They, ha- no, they sell do. statement purses specifically. Ooh. So how about this? How about we post, when we post this episode, we can also post like right after it, some luxury, like we can tag some lux- black luxury companies so that we could bring some attention to these brands as well. Because, you know, we need to start putting our dollars where our mouth is, you know? So oh, it yeah. would be really, really fun to encourage our people of color our women of color um to support other luxury and and women of color for us to enter these spaces and you know enter these um fashion shows and things like that and be make more of a statement for our our own um communities as well where we hopefully that money will go back into our communities too right um yeah mm -hmm. no i agree i agree we'll we'll do like um some sort of swipe like um a swipe thread. Up mm-hmm. No, not a swipe up because we can't do swipe ups. But just like a swipe, like a post where you can put multiple photos, and we'll post oh, like yeah, yeah. multiple designers and stuff like yeah. that, so and people can see cool. like there are you know brands. There's like Kahume. They do, um, girl, I love them. They do nude shoes and heels, but they do nudes for people of color and black people. So that all their nudes are like different shades of nudes. They're beautiful. They're all leather, leather and suede, different level heels. They do flats, sandals, like, ugh. sorry. (laughs) I can talk about that forever, but, um, but yeah, but yeah. So like, yeah, we can definitely post something like that because more visibility will hopefully increase the likelihood of accessibility. Right. Yeah. And I have a question for you as well. Uh-huh. My question to you is, there was this um, famous brand, I believe, was it Hermes or something like Hermes. that? Yes. yes. And Well, I don't know if it was them, but there is this brand apparently that a lot of Black women started buying. And apparently, yes. like, the stakeholders were wondering, like, oh, that we're complaining that this would cheapen the brand because Black people were buying it more. And they were, like, worried about... Um, you know, the the reputation and the luxury um, status of the bag, whether that would be impacted by people of color buying it. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was specifically the Hermes Kelly bag. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. bag. It's a very expensive bag. It's about $10,000 or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because they're out here losing their minds, crying over, oh, my gosh, the value is going to go down because so many, so many black people are, are buying it. No, it's not going to go down because now everybody and their mamas Everybody and their nurses and their dentists and their doctors wants to own a Kelly bag. There's nothing wrong with that. Half the time people buy Kelly bags that are resold because Hermes only makes a certain amount of Hermes bags. They don't make, they don't, they don't, um, they don't supply, right? Well, no, they could, but they don't. Yeah, I know they that's could, what but keeps. They just don't. That's they what the keeps the value. Yeah, the exclusivity right. is what keeps its value. It's not who owns the bags that keeps its value. So when these people are over here crying, like as if Hermes puts out fifty thousand bags a year, no, they don't. Like you need to just calm this is down. The thing, though. Exactly. This is the thing that gets me though, because it, I find it disgusting, degrading, and absolutely just beyond racist okay for sure to imply that black people owning your product 
brings the value down in your product is to imply that by nature, black people are less valuable, that black influence is less valuable. When in reality, everything us black people do, your mama, your aunt, your uncle, your sister, your grandpa, anybody non-black runs to dope. Who dominating? Who's dominating the mainstream? Black people. Who's dominating sports? Black people. Who's dominating the fashion industry? Black people. Who has your kids twerking it for TikTok? Black people. It's like everything that black culture does, it ends up mainstream. Who wants their hair cornrowed now? Everybody, because who started black people? You know what I mean? So it's insulting to see the beautiful influence that we have on culture and mainstream um, mainstream trends, but we can't enter the upper echelons. It's like we're, we're good enough for, you know, to, the beat to be bouncing in the club for everybody, but we're not good enough to be at the ball, you know? And it's like, you cannot put race as a determinant of class that is disgusting to me that is disgusting that's dehumanizing and it makes me want to friggin go crazy in these streets like it it pisses me off and it's funny because it's like i know i don't sound as upset i just like that whole conversation is just a big old eye roll for me because it just reminds me of when black people move into the suburbs and the white people look through their blinds and they're like they don't belong here you don't belong here how'd you get here how can you afford to live here what do you mean like that's that that it's just a different it's the same conversation but now it's done in purse form and um and it's just like and it's so many so many types of or so many forms within society try to constrain and restrict what um black people especially black women get to get to access in terms of convenience and luxury like we're expected to work our backs off break our backs just to get the bare minimum while other races and other people are just given wealth given luxuries given convenience because Mm -hmm. of the fact that they are simply just women and and it definitely is a damn shame and that's why i try to encourage other women to not only identify but appreciate the sl- and indulge in the the other the everyday luxuries that we already have and that we already take advantage of that we don't even realize that's like me talking mm-hmm. about the whole collection of wigs i indulge in the fact that i can be literally a different nancy susan becky M- margaret keisha Literally, mm-hmm. I can wear a different wig every day for this month. And mm-hmm. each one is different. Yeah. It can be synthetic. It can be human. It can, like, don't get it twisted. My wig game is long, you know? And oh, it's, girl, like, yes. and, like, even with, like, makeup, being able to do my makeup, like, some people will, you know, hate and hoes that are never happy um, <laughs> will say, like, oh, well, I'm sure she just has, like, dollar store or, or or beauty supply makeup even if i did who cares that's right. an indulgence right. that i choose to do but guess what my makeup is is um maybe beauty supply store is fenty beauty is pat mcgrath is ta- mm-hmm. like you know 
cautious like i could drop certain names and it's like i don't i'm not buying it because of the names except for fenty beauty and pat mcgrath i specifically support those because mm-hmm. they are black owned oh, beauty brands mm-hmm. so those ones er, yes i do as well as beauty bakery i i see i'm like oh black owned brand all right let me if i'm gonna buy something let me buy it from them exactly but, but like that range varies it's it's not the biggest deal isn't what i'm spending on stuff it's what they do for me at the end of the day do i feel good wearing it am i happy wearing it do i feel like i look pretty do i look beautiful yes if the answer is yes then i'm getting it period exactly exactly and i agree 100 with that and let's end on that bright note right there if we like it we get it if we don't we don't and most of all trying to remember to support our black owned businesses especially during these times of need it's covid19 um you know to date stamp this episode <laughs> you know, we are still in the pandemic struggle and you know we're gonna come out we will overcome we will survive this too shall pass um do you have any final words for this episode my love um my final word is to support black buy black stop asking for a discount because they're not giving no more okay um the way that you can empty out your pockets for a regular big box store and or big box brand you should be Mm -hmm. able to put your pockets out for black sh- black luxury items, nine times out of ten, not only are they better quality, they're better made. Mm-hmm. Um, so, boop, there's that. Yeah. And just, you know, keep supporting the dreams of others while indulging in your own personal self-love, self-support of, you know, wearing clothes that make you enjoy who you are. Amen. Amen. So again, um, this is this at this black girl podcast. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts. Yep. All of them. All of that good stuff. Everybody um, in the mama. <laughs> and okay. make sure to follow us on Instagram. That's when we post when we release new episodes and or subscribe to our podcast channel so you find out when newer episodes are coming out and one thing too more importantly check out our stories on our instagram account our instagram account is at this black girl podcast because we Mm -hmm. do frequently post whenever we're gonna go live on instagram and ladies you know it gets live if you see our lives you will see us dressed to the ninth (laughs) Always <laughs> eyebrows on fleek Amen. and looking good for y'all to give you all that tea, all that good stuff. And if you have anything that you disagree with that you had heard today, bring it up, sis. Bring it, sis, because we can take all that smoke and we want that smoke. We love it. We love starting fires. We love putting them out, taking the smoke. We puff it. We get high off of it and we love it and we bring it back to y'all and give you the real tea, okay? We get high off the steam of our own tea, baby girls. So bring it, it. Oh, one last and final, final note is coming up with our next episode, not this one, but the next episode, we have a very special guest Mm -hmm. that will be hosting. We will turn our Black Girl podcast into a Black Girl trio, Black Girl magic, so to speak. Um, (laughs) We have the lovely 
beautiful, articulate, visionary, uplifting <laughs> Jamezia Monroe. She is um, the CEO of Community Yoga, and she is going to be connecting with us and talking to us more about what she does as a holistic health coach and public speaker, as well as, um, you know, self-healing. Yeah, she's a nutritionist. She talks about spirituality, self-healing, self-growth, um, talking about spiritual journeys, chakras, alignments. It is beautiful. It is energizing. It mm-hmm. is It is a great episode. I'm looking yeah. forward to sharing all of that with you guys. So look forward after this episode for the next one because that is, oof, that is it. <laughs> Yes, girl, the tea is hot, okay, and I may or may not have gotten some advice on how to finally find that man I'm looking for, okay, (laughs) and cure me from this single life that I, against my will that I'm living, okay, so definitely tune in because the tea is hot as usual and we got it, we got it all, we got it all for y'all here at this Black Girl Podcast. All right, girl, so you take care, you're good? Yes, I'm great. All right. This is at Hill, the Hill Diva on Instagram signing out. Bye. Bye. And you're good. I thought you're going to.